Welcome to When's Happy Hour, the podcast. I'm Aileen Cooperman, CEO and co-founder of Betches Media. And I'm Samantha Fishbein, COO and co-founder of Betches Media. And we're your co-hosts. When's Happy Hour, Work Hard So You Can Hardly Work is the name of our new book that we just wrote. In the book, you can discover everything you could possibly need to know about your career. From what not to do when writing an email to how to start your own business. Sammy and I and our third co-founder, Jordana, never went to business school, but by working hard and learning from our mistakes, we were able to build a full-blown media empire and brand with an audience of more than 10 million people. In preparation for our book coming out, we wanted to take the time to speak with some really interesting entrepreneurs from across multiple industries who have similar stories or different ones, and like everything else we do, ask the questions that everyone wants to know but are too afraid to ask out loud. To get an idea of what else you can discover from our book, you can find an excerpt and a link to pre-order at Betches.co slash WHH. Okay, let's get started. Hello, and welcome back to When's Happy Hour. I'm Sammy. I'm Aileen. And today we are joined by a very special guest, Danielle Bernstein of We Were What? Hi, guys. Welcome. Hi. Thanks for having me. Yeah, we're excited to have you here. Finally, this like, office is so beautiful. Thank you. And so Instagrammable. That means a lot Let's coming call from you. That it does. Yeah. Um, so, I mean, just... We've been in each other's circles of just like Instagram and just like friends of friends, but I'm so glad we get to sit around the same table and just like chat. And I'd love to hear about how you just got started because right now you're at like this place where you're an entrepreneur. Mm -hmm. I think you're coming on year 10 of doing this, this actually. That's fucking crazy. Which is crazy. Yeah. I'm like, how old was I when I started? Oh my God. It's like your whole life. Yeah. Or like not the whole life, obviously. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> She's not 10. Yeah. Well, I started when it's I was a, a freshman yeah. in college, so been a while that's why wow okay so you actually are the first influencer we've had on, or influencer turned entrepreneur we've had on this podcast so yeah. we'd love to hear how you got started okay so i'll give you my spiel yeah most people don't know this but we were what started as a street style blog i had just transferred from the university of wisconsin madison to fit and i was on campus and noticed that people just dressed so much better for school here in the city and i really wanted to show my friends back at wisconsin how they can dress for school so i picked up a camera taught myself how to use it and started photographing street style around campus hence we wore what it was we as in the girls of new york city what oh. we're wearing and I was behind the camera. But obviously, as I was living in New York City and growing up, my style was developing and eventually turned the camera around on myself and started We Were and changed We Were What into a personal style blog. And then about a year or so in, signed with an agency as talent yeah. and took off from there. That's crazy. So yeah, what year was that? I guess that was 2011. 2010 is when I really kicked it off. And then 2011, I signed with an agency and... And so yeah. like Instagram wasn't your goal then because we also we not started, at all. Yeah, my first Instagram picture is this 18th, <laughs> my 18th birthday cake, actually. And it's the blurry <laughs> worst picture ever. Our Betches first Instagram picture was a picture of an empty plate that said dinner. <laughs> that would so, never fly. Wait, that now. would really never speak, fly. <laughs> like, that would never fly now. But yeah, back then that was very funny. Yeah, very funny. No, no one would like that. Now. When Instagram was no. very artsy. I actually think I remember not when your blog was street style, but when it was like the blog was the main feature. Yes. And it was you, I think, when I first had discovered it. Totally. Yeah. So Wait, how did you Wait, hold on? Street style? That's like taking pictures of other people walking down the street. Yeah. So yeah. I would run up to girls <laughs> and street style photography wasn't even a thing. Yeah. then. I would run up to girls and say, I love your outfit. Can I take a picture of it? Take okay. a picture and take out a recording device and say, OK, well, now what are you wearing? Then I would either be in the middle of class or later that night going on and searching for similar items to what they were wearing and linking to to their outfits. That's oh, awesome. Oh, wow. 
I'm yeah. surprised you couldn't do that at Wisconsin with all of the leggings and Uggs. <laughs> That's and what it was. Sweatpants and Uggs. I yeah, yeah, we have a bunch of friends who went to nothing against them, but like sweatpants and Uggs was all we wore and yeah. like giant nobody sweaters. cared like yeah, from bat mitzvahs <laughs> and then girls at fit were wearing these chic blazers and jeans and and heeled booties and i was like this is really fun to dress up for school so you're also in the city versus like freezing right, cold wisconsin right but, right right yeah. so did you develop your style like did you start developing your style before you started doing this have you always been really like into clothes and fashion I've always been obsessed with fashion but I really just thought it was a mere shopping habit I didn't think that it was more than <laughs> this that could be you Aileen you know <laughs> mere so, debilitating I, addiction you know I did throughout high school I took classes at FIT during the summer and I really was into fashion I just didn't know what direction I wanted to go with it I actually thought I wanted to be an event planner so that's where I thought my career was going. And then blogging was just something I fell into. I mean, it wasn't even an industry. We, we really made up the rules as we went along yeah. and created the industry, you know, the, the OGs of the blogging world. Yeah, that's really funny. Okay, so fast forwarding a few more years, you've obviously transitioned into much more than just a blog. You have mm-hmm. archive I shoes. I hate the word blogger. It's like a dirty word almost. I know. Yes, see, I was thinking about the other day, like what is even, what's a blogger anymore? What, it's what the, I it? consider myself an entrepreneur, right? I am an influencer, but I have so many other businesses. Yes, I did have the shoe brand, but I don't do that anymore. I have uh, Second Skin overalls. overalls, Yes, which is my pride and joy. And I have my swim collaboration with Onya, which we're on our third season of now, which is about to drop next month. Those kill it. I see them everywhere. Yeah. They, thank you. They're they're doing really well and we're excited. I designed two more collections for them and some other stuff in the works that I can't talk about yet. But those collections are really fun. And then, you know, I'm I'm an entrepreneur in the way where I'm investing in tech companies and I'm on the board of advisors for a few companies and really taking my knowledge as it pertains to social media and the digital space and helping brands that are just starting out. Wow. So like what drives you to do all of that? Like you could easily like just continue just on Instagram, keep posting everything. Yeah, and Instagram and will still be my breadwinner. But yeah, but what like drives you to keep it moving beyond that? I've always wanted to have my hands in a million hats. And, and I've always been an entrepreneur in the sense where I'm just never doing one thing. And mm-hmm. so I'm always looking for what's next. What more can I be doing? It's never enough for me. Yeah, I so, feel that. So what got you started like on that path? What was the first thing that you were like, oh, I could do something else other than other than just what I'm doing right now? I think I was doing a lot of free advice giving um, (laughs) throughout my career to brands I was working with and friends that were um, starting digital agencies. And so eventually I realized, you know what, I should do a combination of investing and get sweat equity for for my expertise in this in this industry. Um, and so, you know, a few companies approached me that they wanted me to help them out and get started and, and be on their board of advisors. And For anyone who's listening, like, how did you approach the companies or did they just come to you and you negotiated the fact that like, actually, well, I'm not just going to give you free advice because I feel like as women, it's really hard to just be yeah. like, I want equity. Actually, it's really just like, are you sure you want my advice? Well, <laughs> That's it wasn't, literally the it, question I was writing down. Yeah. Really? Yeah. Well, it was it was more of that. They didn't just want me to post. Right. They wanted me to post and they wanted yeah. me to use my following to help their companies but they really wanted me to also on the back end make strategic introductions and you know really help them with their strategy when it came to Mm -hmm. the digital world and so I don't remember the first time that I did but I've always been like nothing's free here right yeah my time that's a great attitude I feel like (laughs) if anybody is listening and like that that's something that you could take away because for us like we were always scared to just even ask for something and when we figured out that like 
just ask. I mean, know your worth and know exactly. your value and know that that's worth something. Like it really is. Is that an attitude that you feel like you developed over time or do you feel like you sort of inherently had it? I inherently had that. I mean, it's a combination of people always say like, what's the best advice you can give to someone, right? And my number one thing I always say is be a fearless networker. That is what I think I owe a majority of my success to. I've never been afraid to go up, introduce, firm handshake, you know, get someone's email. You have to be aggressive, especially nowadays. You have to be memorable and be aggressive when you're meeting someone. What what do you think makes you memorable? I know, firm handshake. Oh, it's so hard. I think confidence is key, yeah. and that is easier said than done. But you know, I always make sure if I'm introducing myself to someone for the first time, I do a little research first, and I see mm-hmm. maybe oh, maybe they went to Wisconsin too, or there's something I can relate to, or they're from Long Island, or mm-hmm. you know, they worked at a company that I had previously worked with, and just find something that I can relate to and know a little bit more information about them, so that I can have a conversation starter and ask them right the right questions. There's nothing people love more than talking about themselves. <laughs> so if you ask someone Fair. a question yeah. about themselves, we they'll know. love you. <laughs> yeah. That's um, true. Our first tagline was, um, what was it? P- Taking take- a break from thinking about ourselves to, to write, write it down. down. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Which so, is actually yeah. written on our wall in our yeah, office that still. That is true. You so guys, you, I mean, you guys have something stop saying like <laughs> right in front of me, which I'm good at not saying like. Uh, how or, did you um, learn that? that much. Oh, guys, we're working on it. My grandma taught me that. She taught me how to enunciate and how to not say like or um as much. You're very lucky. My uh, grandfather yeah. tried to teach us that and oh, it yeah. didn't work it didn't yeah. work yeah i, I think i've I gotten a lot better at it yeah I'm you just practicing. have to be very conscious about it what you say yeah pausing is better than saying um definitely like just an yeah. awkward silence is better than saying uh like, yeah um and like you know um yeah right like <laughs> you don't even <laughs> know the amount like, of times we hear it and I'm yeah like, no what? i feel like i do it more when i'm not present in the conversation but when i'm present in the conversation i'm like like more on <laughs> that's top okay of you're not gonna never say it right Right. It's true. Okay. So it seems like you're really strategic in terms of how you approach all aspects of your job. Yes. Is that, would you say that's one of your biggest strengths? And if not, what do you feel you do really well? Yeah. There's always a method to my madness. I think um, I'm always, we, in the beginning of the year, actually, we come up with a goals for that year. So whether it's get a makeup ambassadorship or, you know, sign X many deals per month, we always come up with a goals list. So then we'll strategically work towards those goals. All right, what companies have we not worked with or we did work with in the past that we can reach out to again? But, you know, I would say like 90% of my business is incoming um, inquiries, mm-hmm. which is great. But in the beginning, it wasn't like that. I was cold calling, cold emailing brands all the mm-hmm. time saying, you know, I would love to wear your product. Can you send me your product? I'll show you how I can post it. Then eventually that turns into now I can wear your product. This is how many sales I can get for you. And yeah, you should pay me this amount. And, you know, it, you it, you work it up like it's here. Yeah. I feel like that's a good lesson even just to for people to hear because it's like most people see like you and all the like very the, the influencers who made it and think that it just comes easy not at all and that you think that all these brands just immediately liked you and they immediately want to work with you but no like there was a there was a you just said it took 10 years there's a path mm-hmm. to where to you getting to where you are so i mean because i know a girl who wants to like start fashion or start beauty and she's like but everyone already just it's already done. It's like done. Like it is super oversaturated and, and that yeah. is hard. It's, you know, everyone and their mother wants to be a blogger right now. And yes, Literally. it's <laughs> yeah. in a sense a dream job to be paid to wear this amazing clothing mm-hmm. that I love and, and 
I really do love my job, but it doesn't mean it's not hard work. But because it's so oversaturated, it's so important now that you have to be different. You have mm-hmm. to find a niche in the market that doesn't exist and you yeah. have to fill that space. It's really hard to stand out now. Yeah. What do you think will make, like, what do you think is missing in this space? Or do you not want to say because you want to do it? No. <laughs> <laughs> well, I am working on something that you'll hear about in the next few months, okay. but that's more of like a tech thing. Okay. Ooh, that's exciting. Yes. That's um, a pivot. But as far as like being a blogger and something, you. It's so hard to say what's different because if I knew the answer to that, right? I'd probably that's what I'm saying. Like you would be doing it, yeah. Right. I mean, also I'm sure there's something that's different that it's like someone like you couldn't really do, but someone who's different than you could do, and yeah. it would be their thing. Yeah, but it's it's really all about authenticity. I mean, if you're just trying to do what someone else is already doing and it doesn't even come natural to you, then that's going to show, and and it'll be hard to be successful. Definitely. What um, do you think are some of the hardest parts about your job? Yes. One of the hardest parts more recent in the past few years than in the beginning was learning when to say no. Um, So saying no to jobs that maybe were offering a good amount of money that didn't fit my style and weren't Mm -hmm. weren't authentic to me. Um, That was really hard. We did that actually recently to a brand that wanted me to do an over a lot of posts per month for not a lot of money. And the brand wasn't even a brand I was obsessed with. So we said no. And then they actually came back after we said no with a lot less of an offer and letting me choose what I wanted to wear instead of what they had said. Mm-hmm. And then it worked out. But yeah, learning when to say no is one of the hardest parts. I could agree with that. Yeah, because you're like, oh, what if I? What yeah, if I want to. It's hard to turn want down money. money. I want right. all the it's money. Hard. We well, never know if it's gonna be there, like in a month or two. Well, also, it's sometimes like, okay, if I say no to this person now, am I like burning a bridge because I said no? Right. And then it's sort of like maybe I would just be better to come from a place of yeah. yes. But the but the most important thing is like your brand, and that's yeah, right. What we have to like hold very close to our hearts <laughs> it has to fit if i just yeah. said yes to everything and i was promoting like those um gummy bears that make you are mm-hmm. supposed to make you skinny flat or something i don't tea. even flat tummy tea exactly. or like yeah. you know the things that you see like all the girls from the bachelor doing yeah if i was doing that my followers would be like danielle come on we call bullshit yeah and i wouldn't totally. do that anyway because i'm not going to promote a product that i wouldn't a use myself or b advise my followers to use so you don't think courtney kardashian uses those gummies <laughs> I actually <laughs> tried the sugar bear. No, so did we. So did we. They're, they taste really good. I know, and it was becoming but a problem. The girls anything. in our office were just like eating, eating them, them just as like candy. as candy, That's and then what they're we like, "We're doing too. <laughs> Nothing's happening." <laughs> yeah. They were like constipated. I mean, none of that. None yeah. of that stuff really works. I don't know. What's something that you know you, what works? Counting calories. Yes, counting. But calories. different podcasts. Different podcasts. Everybody should listen to Die Start Tomorrow. Um, <laughs> what's What's something that you hate about your job? Um, Besides, that, like always having to be on. Mm. that's hard especially with my personal relationship with my boyfriend everything it's I have to learn to turn it off and I do but you know even when I go out in public I'm always weary of the fact that like someone walking down the street will know who I am and so even when I go out and get drunk that's really being weary of that yeah I used to go wild I'm (laughs) a lot more tame now so is Kim Kardashian so (laughs) that's true Uh, yeah I feel like a lot of people must recognize you so that probably gets annoying because you can't I don't get annoyed with it because my followers that I meet on the street are always so cute and well dressed and I just get so like proud almost (laughs) and I I love and I love meeting my followers so I don't necessarily get annoyed with it but it's definitely something I have to always be aware of yeah and it's also like how do you how are you posing like how are you yeah just acting it's just Mm -hmm. like having to be aware of yourself and that's really hard like you have to chill do you ever just like run out of the house in sweatpants that you'd be embarrassed to, to be seen in? Rarely. 
I used to rarely like even now. for coffee. No. For coffee, yeah, I will. But I live in the West Village and it's pretty quiet. So I know I'm not going to... If right. I lived in like yeah. Murray Hill, it'd be a different story. <laughs> oh, <okay>. <laughs> <laughs> My elevator would be yeah. a scene. So what other... So what aspects of Insta- of being a person on Instagram do you find challenging? Um, people having expectations and judge prejudgments of what you're like. And, mm-hmm. you know, I present myself as a very hard person like emotionally like I don't seem super sensitive but people don't get that I'm actually very sensitive and I have a lot of feelings and a really <laughs> big heart um, but you know I'm I'm good at keeping that separate so I think people just assume that they know who I am and what I'm like and they don't right definitely how do, do you how, do you feel like you need to sort of justify yourself on your Instagram to show people oh hey like I'm a human no <laughs> but I mean I don't know. No. No. Not really. Okay. One more Instagram question. Okay. How do you deal with negative feedback or trolls? All right. So I always say haters mean you're doing something right. Yeah. So, you know, I have to practice what I preach, but it does get to me. And I get a shit ton of negative comments. And when I get negative comments, if they're like grossly negative sometimes I'll just block the person otherwise I just leave it because it's like all right more engagement for me who cares right because at also the like the haters like write a lot they write a lot <laughs> yeah right. and they're like just harassing you which sucks fucking sucks but yeah but I, I try and engagement. stay pretty PC and you know I have been to Israel a bunch recently and, and mm-hmm. I love being Jewish and I'm proud of that and I but I try not to get too religious mm-hmm. I'm sure you got a bunch of feedback about that too totally yeah it's good and bad. Like, Mostly good, though. Yeah. You'd be surprised. Right. A lot of followers from Long Island. <laughs> oh, sure. <laughs> okay. Out to let's, let's pivot back to some business entrepreneur. Yeah. By the questions. way, everyone, just a side note. Our book is out today. It comes out today. When's happy hour? Work hard so you can hardly work. It's available literally everywhere. So exciting. <laughs> so exciting. Did exciting. you guys send me a copy yet? Yes. yes. But okay. we, have, we have them for okay. you. Okay. Um, yes, everybody should read it. And now that we're not like toting pre-orders, you can actually just get it to your door. Um, walk into a Barnes and Noble and pick it up. Are you guys going to do like um, meet and greets and stuff? Yeah. At bookstores? Yes. Book signings. Book signings. We're going to colleges. Very exciting. Yeah, we're doing like a little mini tour. Maybe ne- ne- with the paperback when that comes out, we'll do like a grander Cute. tour. Also, anyone who's listening to this Tuesday the 23rd or Wednesday the 24th, we have a meet and greet at Kendra Scott oh, in yes. Soho Cute. tonight. Wednesday the 24th so you can RSCP the link is on our Instagram Um, okay so some questions how did you start building your team Mm. how did you know it was time um, okay, so I had a few interns when I was still at FIT, and then Mo, who's sitting here, hey Mo. what up, Mo? The famous Mo. <laughs> the famous Mo. She emailed me during the was it during the summer? It was during the summer. She emailed me. She said, "Hey, I don't actually have the exact email. It's very funny to read, but I'll spare her." <laughs> uh, she was just like, "Hey, I don't really know what you do, but I'm interested in it, and I'd love to help you out and learn from you." And I was like, "Okay, let's meet at this coffee shop." We met like that day, and I was like, "You're super cute. Let's go." <laughs> Came back to my apartment with me, and we started. So that was five years ago, and then she went abroad for a year, and I had or first a semester, and I had someone else intern for me, and then she came back, and we've had a few interns throughout. Mo has always been with me, and now we have a new assistant, Claudia, who's been with us for six months now, and yeah, we might grow the team again soon. Is it hard to to find people? people? Yes, it is. Mm -hmm. I went through the interviewing process, and I got to tell you, I was like a little Mm -hmm. disappointed. Yeah. What do you 
And I made sure to give feedback as I was interviewing so that people could learn from what I was not happy with with people. And just like the amount that people came prepared and Mm -hmm. their um, professionalism. And I just felt like there was almost a a lack of it. And it felt like, I think with younger girls today, because everything is so at the tips of your fingers Mm -hmm. and so immediate and there's all this immediate gratification, there's almost this expectation that they like don't need to work as hard to get there. But I mean, you have to work really hard and you have to be professional and you have to be prepared. And one of my biggest things was about the proactive. And I always said, I'm looking for someone who's really proactive. So I want you to know my needs before I even need them. Yeah. That's what we say all the time. You do? (laughs) Yes. (laughs) We're very similar, guys. It's it's hard because that's the kind of thing that like either the person has it or they don't. Yeah. And you can't Mm -hmm. really teach it. Maybe you can give feedback to get them closer to that attitude but you really have to build it within yourself it's an attitude thing totally Mm -hmm. yeah and paying attention and paying like (laughs) attention to detail and really i mean i I think yeah i guess i mean if i was working for someone i would be able to do that for them like you have to really just give a shit about your job yeah like i think that's a huge part of it and because there's that attitude of like i don't want to say entitlement but like it is almost entitlement sort of i mean i have some qualities of entitlement but like but i still want to work i work really really hard because that's ingrained in me yeah and there are some people who just don't have that or or didn't learn that from their parents or college and things just came easy totally it's true what's something that you ask in your interviews mo what did we ask we had so many we had like a script we were running through (laughs) and i interviewed like 50 girls for it yeah um oh yeah we asked was like is there anything you won't do Okay. What is, what, is, what is the what's the, the answer you want to hear to that? Yeah. No. Nothing. Obviously. Nothing. Right. nothing. But like, I'll take you know. out the trash. What about a brand email? What if the like, person's are you like, clean up my dog shit? <laughs> That's not something I would ever ask someone to do. But it would but be yeah. funny if someone said, like, "Oh, I thought. Oh, I like won't go get coffee." I'm like, "Wow." What? You know. They know better. Did someone say I won't go get coffee? No, but I'm just saying if someone did say that. If someone said that, said like, I won't lie or I won't like steal money, I'd be like, okay, good. <laughs> I mean, I immediately ask like, who are your favorite people to follow on Instagram? Yeah. Right. What's, uh, no, I'm not going to call out people. <laughs> no, 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 no. We don't call out people. Yes. No, we don't. We don't. Um, so what are the most important qualities you would say you are looking for, other than proactivity, just in yeah. someone being good at their job? And what do you think are the most important qualities for a leader, an entrepreneur? Yeah, well, we were looking for someone with confidence and someone that could hang, quote unquote. You know, we, yeah. we're out and about all the time. I'm in very social settings. So I need someone who mm-hmm. knew their place, as in, you know, they weren't super outspoken when we were at an event or whatever, but was able to hang and be cool and, and act professional and not, you know, freak out if we're around celebrities or that kind Definitely. of stuff. And and someone that we vibed with also because we work so close. It's a home office and we really needed someone that we could also be friends with but with boundaries. Mm-hmm. Um, and so that we were looking for someone with a lot of confidence in that sense. Um, I wanted someone with experience, but I wanted someone who was really hungry too. So young enough to like still really want to work hard, mm-hmm. but like old enough where they understood how to be in a workplace right the professionalism is a thing like just because you're not in a cubicle doesn't mean totally like you can't be right. profesh <laughs> there's this like weird misconception that because a job involves instagram that you don't have to make it you don't have to act like as if you're in a very boring office yeah as if like yeah, yeah. you're working for finance or whatever yeah not that I want you to act like you're in a cubicle in finance, but like, but like but with pro- that attention to detail and with that exactly. and understanding that things are at stake. Exactly. Right. What about for an entrepreneur? 
do you feel like this is something that people either have inside them or do you think it's something that they can cultivate? Um, I think you have to have some of it inside of you. You really do because you need a lot of oomph to be an entrepreneur. You need to be able to have enough confidence to go out on your own and just do it. I think that it can be learned and you and you know confidence is something that you can build up as time goes on. And I spoke on a ton of panels when I was younger and was just starting out. And I think actually going to panels as well and listening to people talk about yeah. how they got started and, and give advice the way we're doing on this podcast is really important too and could be super helpful. Do you have any mentors or anyone that like Well, I was just going to say I have a life coach. Okay, oh, so wow. this is like, uh, she's sort of like a glorified therapist, but instead of talking about, you know, we do talk about my past and, you know, did my parents divorce affect this and whatever, mm -hmm. but instead of really focusing on that, it's like, this is who you are. Now, how can you become the best version of yourself? And so, you know, we work together on like different tools and things like she literally will give me tools to be a better person, <laughs> business-wise, personal-wise. Yeah. whatever it means so I think having someone that you can ask advice to and look up to I mean I remember when I was first starting out Jennifer Fisher um the jewelry designer was like you need to do this and not this and she was super helpful in like a boss yeah. babe kind yeah. of way and I had a bunch of people in my life older women that have really inspired me and helped me in that way that's huh. great how long have you been with your um life coach four years wow yeah that's pretty cool. I've never heard it's anybody. Very serious like, relationship. Yeah. Life coach. Well, yeah. yeah. I mean, sh it's not even, we don't even really call it a life coach. I say like I have a therapy session if I'm with her, but it's right. not therapy. Yeah. How often do you see her? I, tr I try and speak to her at least once a week, see her a little mm -hmm. bit less just because I'm so busy right now. Yeah. But she's also like a second mom to me. So how did you find her? Through my dermatologist, actually. <laughs> I feel like we're asking for ourselves. <laughs> yeah. She's Send not her. taking on any new clients right now, but. Maybe she has a friend. She definitely has people <laughs> yeah. that we can recommend. <laughs> Do you have a Shout sister? out to Stacey. Yeah. I'm like, so what's her number? <laughs> yeah. uh, interview. I keep her That's very really near funny. and dear. That's funny. That's really funny. Um, so, okay, again, switching gears. What do you think is the next big thing after Instagram? Like, what are we. Ugh, I wish I knew. What are we doing? I wish I knew. I like, no. what happens if Instagram if it closes? I'm algorithm. Not, I don't know. I'm like done. what if it no? It just like <laughs> well, fucks the algorithm the is fucking me over already. Right. I notice my engagement change. Some days it'll be super low. Some yeah. days it's really high. And I'm like, well, why did this post? And it's not about the actual post. It was the algorithm that day. Yeah. I wish I could understand it more. I actually am having a meeting with Eva Chen from Facebook Instagram. That's amazing. Soon, so let I will ask all the right questions and I will let you guys know. Yeah. <laughs> Text us. Um. Would you ever do something that was more, I know you do meet and greets yeah. occasionally. I am doing a meeting. Oh, this podcast will come out after it already happens. Wait, oh. when is this coming out? Tomorrow. Tomorrow. Oh, no. I have a yeah. meet and greet this Saturday <laughs> for Revolve's pop-up on Grand Street. Nice. Yeah. So do you think that because of Instagram kind of, I mean, it's very saturated and they the algorithm mm -hmm. isn't necessarily in, the, in our favor. Do you think that you would ever move your brand be, to be more IRL? Um, yeah, I, I try and do a ton of meet and greets and stuff in person, especially when I have the launch of a collaboration or something more important. Um, but meet and greets, I try and do not as often because I, it's hard to ask people mm -hmm. to come out for you. It's, it's a lot. Right. So I try and do that. I try and space them out. 
It is a lot. And it's scary. Like we're going on this like mini tour and like what if you like hope people show up. up. Yeah. I know. <laughs> like signing my own books. I've had that several times where then like I get there and there's a line, which is great. Yeah. So it's, That's awesome. That's a good feeling. Hopefully this Saturday yeah. will be like that. Please go. Yeah. I'm sure it will. I'm it sure will. it will. Well, now everyone's going to know about it. Um, so. Okay. Last question. Totally. What do you think are the biggest mistakes people make on like for social content or on social? Um, what are the biggest mistakes people make? Or like things that you see that are like, ooh, ouch. Things that are too <laughs> much like an ad. Like you could tell if you copy mm-hmm. and pasted what the brand wanted you to say. And that's, I always say like, you can give me suggested verbiage and suggested imagery, but I'm always going to make it my own. And so mm-hmm. even if a brand's like, we want you to say, I love using this new hair product and blah, blah, blah. I'll always make it my own and be like, just got this product. I tested it out. Here's what I think, guys. Like mm-hmm. whatever. It has to be right. honest. Cause yeah, because everyone can tell when it's an ad, even when it's in and your well, own you words. You have to put hashtag yeah. ad right. so you know when it's an ad, right? And, you, and if you use their like weird caption, you. Oh just my God, do you remember the time seem... Scott Disick copied and pasted? Yeah, and like, it <laughs> said like copy and paste yes, this. Or copy something. and paste yeah. this. It's <laughs> literally the laziest thing. Or it's like it should say, and yeah. then it's like ad. <laughs> like hello, did you just copy that from an email? Yeah, that no, he did. There's there's been a few people that have done that. Pretty sure him. But why is he putting up his own ads? Don't ask. <laughs> All right. Well. Um, okay. So tell every. Obviously, they know to follow you at We Were What. But yes. Where? What? Where can they get your overalls? Like, what's going on with? Yes, the, my overalls are yeah. at SSO by Danielle. The link is in my bio for We Were What. And then We Were What Swim is for my Onya collaboration. And you'll be able Amazing. to get all those suits starting November fifteenth. And then what else? Come meet me this Saturday if you guys are in the city. They're giving like the first 50 people in line gift cards and VIP invites to things. And that's the Revolve pop-up on Grand Street. That's amazing. You definitely want to be one of those 50 people. You do. The the prizes are like really good. Yeah. Revolve Revolve does it well. They do. That's like all week. Revolve stuff. Yeah. Well, thank you so, 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 so much for joining us. This this has been awesome. I think a lot of people... We'll get a, a lot from this. Not to say a lot. Say a lot one more time. A lot. A um, lot. But also, <laughs> like, feel free to DM me. I try yeah. and get to DMs as much as I can. Yeah. Um, and, yeah, answer more questions. Yeah, if anybody has any um, questions for Danielle, DM her. Or you can email us, whhhatbetches.com. Um, we'll pass them along. Pass them along. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Bye. 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 Betches.